What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Voice, and this is another episode of the Facts Project. Today's special guest, Geo Gant, cartoonist, colorist, letterer of the famous webtoon and wonderful comic strip, Beware of Tyler. Thank you for being here, brother. Yo, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No, hey, absolutely, man. Uh, definitely been wanting to, to to talk to you for a while because I feel as though uh, anybody that's doing anything outside of uh, of just the basic, uh, I guess, myriad of uh, superhero comics or just comic art in general, your story is a little bit more unique than most. And I feel like your story, of course, needs to be heard. Um, to get right into it, um, you started Beware of Toddler when? Uh, it's been 2019. Oh man, it's been almost three years now. It will be three years in June. Mm. Wow, man! And and I looked it up. I think as of man, well, shoot, I think it was like this week. You are now a full 200 comic strips into Beware of Toddler. Yep, I'm brainstorming 201 right now. Like I'm, I didn't think I would get this far, but that's crazy. <laughs> man. So, so how did a random game of hide and seek turn into a comic strip? Um, well, I was playing with, uh, I was playing with my daughter. Uh, she was like a little before, uh, like it was like right before she turned two. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, I sometimes like, I'll just like hide somewhere just to see like her, like try to find me for her to try to find me. And, uh, I hid in this closet one day. Like half of it, you know, it's because when you're dealing with small children, you just need like that second to get away from them. But uh, I, uh, I hid in this closet because uh, I know, like, you know, she's gonna take a few minutes to find me. It'll be kind of funny. Uh, it'll be kind of fun. Um, but instead of her like struggling to find me, like she just went straight to me. Like I, I don't know how she knew I hid in this closet, but like she went to me, opened the door, found me, and like it just cracked me up. Um, and at the time I was drawing another comic strip, but I was getting kind of tired of doing, um, so just to switch things up, I, I just drew this, uh, this comic about the, this dad, this daughter, um, gave it a quick name, Beware of Tyler. And, uh, I put it up on my Facebook page and next thing I know, like people were just really into it. Mm. Um, like even like even more so like more than like the previous stuff and the stuff that I was already used to creating and posting at the time. Mm-hmm. But um, but I did that and I um, I just drew another one like you know just based off of something else that she does. And like that thing just took off like gangbusters. Like I I got people telling me, oh my god, this is amazing. This is like this is my kid. Like this is it. This is the this is like the comic like that you need to create mm-hmm. um and they got to the point where like people that that you would not normally associate with reading comics was reading this comic and from there i i just knew like i had to like just make these and just make as many as i can and didn't think i'd get to 200 but uh and 200 isn't really a lot lot but for something that just started on a whim i, I think it's pretty great and uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Two oh one. Um, I'm working on uh, as we speak. Wow. So, how old was your daughter when you when you started putting these comics together? Uh, she was 
about like when I when I launched the first one, it was like a couple of weeks after her second birthday. But when I like came up with the idea, like really start thinking about it, it was like like right before her birthday, like like a week before her birthday. So, mm. so uh, what you said you said it was like close to three years now. So was she almost almost five? Uh, she is almost five. Yes, she's almost five now. Wow. Yeah, we're yeah we're past that. We're now in the in the preschool gossiping phase. <laughs> I mean, uh, so inevitably for you to brainstorm, you know, like you were saying that um, I believe in your Kickstarter campaign when you when you were releasing this for the, for the first time, you were saying as a stay at home dad, it was just constant inspiration to write this comic because it was almost different scenarios and a lot of things that were happening. So it was pretty much like easy to find out ways to create the comic or what, or do you say maybe it was a little bit more, a little bit difficult to, to kind of like reach around and find things that were actually funny. Cause you're, you're almost creating this almost as a comic comedy writer. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the beginning it was, uh, it was easy because like at, at first, like things would happen and I would just kind of write them like one-to-one mm-hmm. and they would be funny. Like um, over over time, of course, you know, kids do different things. They get older, you kind of have to switch things up a bit. Uh, I went from writing exactly what happened to writing um, funny anecdotes on what toddlers do, um, and that's pretty much like where I'm at now. It's just like you, like you know these characters, you know what she will do, you know what dad will do, and I'll just write the stories around that. And like in, in many ways, it is it is writing comedy. I um, all the comics I've ever done. Um, like for myself, the ones I created were comedy. Uh, I'm very much like a fan of like uh, animated family sitcoms and uh, and comedies and humor. I just that's like that's my thing, you know. Dope, dope. So um, inevitably, like there's a lot of people that describe themselves as uh, comic artists, and uh, a lot of people that just describe describe themselves as creators in comics not necessarily a lot of people describe themselves as cartoonists. Do you have a, do you have a definitive definition of a cartoonist as a, a, under your opinion? Well, I mean, on the base level, just the person that draws cartoons, uh, my, um, of course, my cartoon art is like, is very like cartoony style. Um, At the same time, I, I wanted to be a cartoonist since I was a kid. And um, it did not have to just be comics, you know, or comic strips. Because um, in my mind, like as a kid, even like, you know, the people that drew television cartoons, they were cartoonists, you know? And uh, that's what I wanted to be. And, you know, if you get older, you realize that uh, those are like more animators and things like that. But mm-hmm. in my in my mind, um, as, I, as I draw... Um, less like like i don't really do the superhero thing um that's in my opinion more comic artists you know you're part of a team uh you're putting together this comic uh for me it's cartoonist you're doing like like you know small comic strips and you're doing it all by yourself uh for the most part and to and you're doing this style like the art style it's in itself is a cartoony art style so that's why I, I consider myself to be a cartoonist. Mm. So what were the early inspirations for you to draw the way that you draw in order for you to create 
exactly what turned out to be beware of Tyler? Like what were the early inspirations for you? Maybe like something that you saw as a kid or anything or early cartoons, maybe that just like bolstered this type of style that you started to draw from. Oh, well, oh, that's, that's an easy one uh, with me. Like, and, and this is pretty obvious. Like if you just look at my work, but uh, I was very much influenced by Calvin Hobbes growing up. I was a I was a big Calvin Hobbes kid. Like I, I came across a bunch of the books, and like from there, like that's really that's like the main like catalyst behind my art style. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that really inspired me, uh, uh, besides all and like the newspaper comic strips in general, was uh, I was a big well I am a big uh, video game fan. Mm. Like I I am a gamer. I'll, I'll admit that I'm a big gamer. I can tell by the um, headset. <laughs> and man, yeah, I, 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 I'll play all day. I used to play all day, but um, at that same time, I was also like big into like, uh, the like Nintendo games and like uh Mario and uh, Sega and Sonic the Hedgehog, and even within themselves, I've always been like attracted to that kind of art style. Um, and you know, you may not see it to be where it's taller, but I've done it in other comic strips that I've created. Mm-hmm. Um, but like uh, those two, and because I'm a kid of the '80s, you, you've got to throw in like you know the Ninja Turtles. I was big on like that stuff um, back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. And but you know, what what what's influencing me more now is like you know you've got your Calvin and Hobbes, and you've got like. Your Bloom Counties, if you got uh, your Garfields and the the, the uh, Sunday morning, uh, the Sunday Funnies newspaper comic strips are probably like what has inspired me the most, you know, especially starting out. Right, right. Yeah, because I can I can relate, especially with Calvin and Hobbes, because it seems like there's a little bit of correlation between Beware of Tyler and Calvin and Hobbes, you know, basically in Calvin and Hobbes there is. I mean, there's an elder, more disciplined person, but it happens to be a tiger and Calvin just being the more rambunctious one who was getting into all the antics and pretty much there. He's he's trying to stop him from doing any type of dirt, but storylines like Family Circus, Dilbert, and of course, um, one of the more famous ones uh, that was adapted on the on the TV for a very, very good long time was Boondocks. Um but the one thing you don't see, you don't see a lot of, of course, black cartoonists that are out there that 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 much anymore. Ever since the I says I, I would think since Boondocks got off of TV, uh, there hasn't been a lot of uh, uh, black cartoons in, in in newspapers ever since newspapers are now like filtered out as sort of a thing. So everything's more digital. So um, my next question was pretty much more so towards um what was the reasoning when you when you started to release this comic strip the reasoning why you wanted to put it out digitally was it easier for you to push them out on webtoons as you've been doing recently as opposed to uh putting it all together in a full page illustration which you inevitably did but more so in the past like within these 200 comic strips you've been putting them out digitally is it faster for you um, well, for me, it's um, it's less about be, uh, being faster. It's more about what I'm used to, mm-hmm. uh, because when, like when I first started, uh, when I first started like just doing web comics in general, um, around the time I wanted to draw comics, I, I actually did want to get into newspapers, um, 
and I and I tried. I was not a good artist back, cartoonist back then, but um, but I tried, and to me, I always felt like um, uh, I wanted to do that, and when I decided I wanted to do that at the time, uh, web comics actually became uh, prevalent. Mm. This was like around the time of like Penny Arcade and whatnot, and um. To me, I felt like, okay, this is this is the future. This is the way to go. Let me do this. Right. And you know, I knew nothing about publishing a book or anything like that. Like, it didn't take. Like, I didn't like actually publish any like books until like 2013. That was like, like you know, seven years after I like start. I drew my first webcomic. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was just like it was a matter of like I simply just did not know any other way. Um, and, and that's just the way I did things, and um, and that carried over to this day. Um, I, I threw up the comic, um, not really with the intention of publishing a book. You know, it's just like um, the the comic can be its own thing. Um, it doesn't really need a book. And then the thing is, like, I had people just asking me about a book, mm. and um, and I um. And at this point, I already I published three books, and like nobody bought them, so I'm not really trying to do another book. But mm-hmm. the fact that you know people are asking me for this book, um, I feel like okay, maybe like you know I should do this, and I, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the only reason why uh, the Beware Tower book exists is because there's like there's legitimate demand for it. Um, like you know you can't say no, pretty much. Right. Right. Now, now, what has been the reception from it? Like, as far as like, uh, I know you've done the Kickstarter, so pretty much you've had, because of the demand, you've been able to crowdfund and make a printed version of your famous webcomic. And then once that got into people's hands and the reception that you've had from it all, all along, um, what, what was it in the beginning and how did it mean to, what did it mean to you? Um, I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Like, well, first of all, I'm like, I'm still shipping those books out. I mean, I'm not done just yet um, because there are some tiers that uh, that I need input from certain backers from, and I'm waiting on information from. So I'm uh, I'm still shipping out the books, but like, um, just seeing like people like read the books to their their kids, you know, oh, they love this book, and I, to, to me, that warms my heart. But, you know, it, it's funny to me because the book, I, I never intended this comic to really be for children. Right. Like, it, like you know, there's like no language or anything like that in it, but it's just that um, like half of the comic is told from the side of the parent, and it's more like, you know, here you go, you want to vent about your kids, read this comic. And, right. you know, the other half is for the children, but, you know, and they just like seeing the funny pitch, they like seeing the toddler do funny things. But um, everyone that, everyone that has backed uh, the Kickstarter so far that, that I know has enjoyed the book. Um, no one's told me anything otherwise yet. Um, but in general, like just with the comic overall, like just like people either love it or they don't tell me they don't love it. Me I know for that, the most, that's a good thing to say. Yeah, me for the most part, I think everybody's pretty much giving you a positive uh positive description of what your what your book is i think um for the most part like i i think i was showing it to my fiance and of course we have we have a a daughter as well she's eight so like i'm i'm showing my fiance and i was like this is 
everything, pretty pretty much everything that she was going through, because it's pretty much the same type of mannerisms that, of course, any type of little kid goes through. So, like, from a from and the thing is, it's from a dad's point of view. Everything we see about our kids is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, I get, it is. You know what I'm saying? Everything we see about our kids is hilarious to us. Yo, like regardless if they're making a mess and I know I got to clean it up, clean it up later or anything like that. I see that as a means for me to get my comedy for the day by pretty much watching my daughter just do whatever around the house. Like I still don't like slime. I don't like Play-Doh. Like it's, it's, it's but it's everywhere. I understand that. It's fine. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Yeah, man. Like ever since uh, they've allowed children to build recipes to where they cre- could create their own slime, I I don't like those people that <laughs> that made that company. Like that's that's, that's just not for me because it gets everywhere. Okay. I have carpets in my house. Not cool. <laughs> okay, so I don't like the messes. I don't like the messes either. But. Like, I see that stuff in the store, and my first thought is, I should get this for the kids. Knowing I don't want them to actually have it, right. but I want them to have it. And it's like, it's, it's, it is. It's the weirdest thing. Like, for us, it's, um, with my daughter, it's Play-Doh. Uh, with my son, it's like uh, pipe cleaners. Ah, And okay. he'll, he'll just leave, like, pipe cleaners all over the place. <laughs> and um, you don't want them to have it, but it's funny when they have it. So it's like, okay. And she hasn't asked me for pay yet, so like that. So I'm okay for now. Yeah, because uh, for you, it's it, it builds up the influence to basically put all this down on page. <laughs> for me, that, that is true. <laughs> for me, I gotta get me some uh some gooby gone. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you you gotta keep that. You gotta keep that in the house all the time. Definitely, man. So like, aside from this, I mean. The accolades start rolling in, like Webtoon Canvas Award, a um, couple Glyph Awards, and then you got a Ringo Award nomination, Rising Star Award. Even though you've been in the game fifteen years, but you know, it, yeah, how did, how did like, yeah, like how did that feel when you got a Ringo Award nomination? I was like, I'm like, bro, that's amazing. Man, I believe it for a second, I um. I was like, oh snap, like really? Um like I I didn't believe it for a second. And then I started thinking, you know what? All those people that told me that this is the comic that I should be creating, uh, maybe right. And like I was all too ready to that tell her, like, hey, look, I got a real award. Like all you people that believe in me, I, I wanted to be visual and spiteful, but I couldn't not um, <laughs> um it was a, it was that was like the first time that, because um, you know how it is, like people tell you that you should do something, you should do something, and you don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. That Ringo nomination, um, and, and you know, I, I had some Glyph nominations before this, um, but the Ringo nomination made me feel like, wow, this is like, this is it, it, like. Like I, I'm thinking, like there's no way I'm gonna win, but this is crazy, mm-hmm. you know. And, and to this day, like this is crazy. Like I, I don't, I can't imagine ever getting another one. But that experience, um, and just like you know, even like 
being having my my work shown up at the ceremony itself. Uh, it was uh, half of it was like virtual or whatnot, so like I was watching virtually. Like some other people were there, yeah, uh, but I couldn't attend. But um, just seeing my work up there, like with all these like great comments, um, was mind blowing. Mm. You know, um, and even now it's been a few months, and it's like like that that's wild like this is a ringo nominated comic like this thing i created on a whim is a ringo nominated comic so um yeah it, it, it's it's been surreal man yeah i mean but for something that basically took inspiration first for basically just your regular everyday um everyday antics that are happening within your house all of a sudden it takes a liking to it. It builds an audience of its own. And then it pretty much is turned into a Ringo Award nominated webcomic. You know what I'm saying? So, like, kudos to you, man. Congrats on that. That I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, like, um, it's it's funny because, like, I remember um, just last week, um, I got a chance to interview Anthony Piper from Trilly. And we, we go we go back we go way back he said the same thing um <laughs> so both of you of course are from chicago um and he had mentioned to me because of w- one of the last questions that i asked him was basically are there any other creators that you you know that you that you look that you looked for all the time that pretty much their work just like basically like captures you all the time and l- the person that he mentioned was you well, it, it, wow, that's a, that's high praise. I consider him to be like probably the greatest creative mind like in the uh, industry right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and he and he's technically he's doing like some really like good, uh, big stuff right now. But if you think about it, he's still technically new as well. Yeah, and like uh, he's like uh, he's probably like one of my favorites. Um, one of these days, I'm gonna ask him to do something for Tyler. One of these days, but um. Yeah, man, like he uh, he's incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't really know what else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, like the the question came around that basically, are there any creators that that catch your eye that you always seem to keep an eye on? And he was like, Geo Gant. I'm not gonna tear up. <laughs> yeah, the, the, literally the the last episode of my podcast, but. Both of you brothers uh being from Chicago. Um what 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 does Chicago basically mean mean to you and mean to basically beware Tyler? What does it mean to your art style and what does it mean to the comics that you bring to life in general? Um well I don't I don't know like how much it really means to my art style like in general. Um one thing I will say, uh and I, I'm trying to figure out like the best way to work this is um, one thing I, like about my city, about Chicago is uh, lately, like Chicago has a bit of a reputation. Um, so being from Chicago is one, like, I, I like to say that I'm, you know, I'm proud of my city. I'm, I'm proud of being from here. Um, I hope I can make Chicago proud of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but um, I'm trying to see like I, I actually do try to incorporate the city like into my comics every once in a while. Um, not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I like I did like a comic where like I did, I did like the mayor because um, I don't know if you know our, our mayor's kind of crazy. Like she's oh, uh, mayor she, Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah, she is the character in herself, and like she she's uh, she's hilarious. Um, that, yeah, that's a comic strip all its own. <laughs> yeah, that's um, you know, for better or worse, like she in itself could like actually like star in like a, in a comic in a humorous comic like of her own, but um. Just like just being like, I, I, I don't even know, man. Like I, like, I, I, I love being from Chicago. Um, even though you know we have that reputation that currently, mm-hmm. um, I love being from here. I love that I can actually rep all sides of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I hope this like you know hope the city's proud of me. I, uh, I don't know, man. No, yeah. no. Nah, nah. Look, I when when I look it up, like you're you're a Hyde Park guy. Like, isn't that the high school you went to? You went to a Hyde Park Academy. I am a Hyde Park class of one. See, hey man, you, you definitely do or die on that end. But um, to to continue, I mean, is there generally um? any type of artist or any type of other creators that you, you, that you've been more so keeping an eye on lately, as far as like uh, their comic style, or maybe, maybe some of the artwork that, or comics that they've been putting out there. Um, yeah, there, there, there's quite a few, uh, a lot of my comic tastes, uh, like leading to like the comic strip and things like that. Um, like, uh, I, I've been a fan of, uh, Dion Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, very young guy, but like uh, he, he's very good. Uh, actually, mentored by uh Jim Davis, the guy who created um Garfield. Okay, uh, great cartoon. Is very very nice guy. Like too nice. I want to break that. <laughs> um, but um, uh, he he's a great uh, creator. Um, uh, Greg uh Elsie uh creative uh is not an aware spider. Yeah. Um, like fantastic writer. Uh, uh, I actually I did one of his books. Uh huh. Um, well, uh, birthday birthday day. birthday day. Yeah, I have that here. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's me. That's uh, uh, that great that great guy, just like all around. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Andrew uh, Augustine. Um, ah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Yes, yeah, that was that was a fun. That was like the first like full on comic book that I did in like in years, mm-hmm. and that was that was a uh, fun experience. Um, we have we have Greg, we have Dion, uh, Andrew Augustine. Uh, he's actually a game developer. Mm. Um, he he and I go way back, just like uh, Anthony. Um, um, and he uh, he does like really great comic art but he does more uh, game development now in fact he's uh he's releasing a game like like soon soon uh called about uh, ubi on the uh, android store um one of my favorite creators uh trying to think of some more there there are more um but i'm always drawing a blank nah not not a problem man hey now since since you've been such a gamer for so long 
Have you ever wanted to dabble in character design? I thought about it. Um, I thought about it. I've uh, I, th- I thought about just flower making a game uh, mm. because outside of comics and things like that, I'm also a computer guy. Uh, I've dabbled in programming. Uh, I built computers for fun. Um, so I thought about doing the whole game design thing, but right now I've got this comic. I've got other comics. I've got other things on the way. Like there's no, I've got these two kids, you know, <laughs> and my wife, you know, there's like, there's like never enough time. But if, if someone came, like if, if a deaf came along and said, Hey, uh, we like your style. Hey, can you, uh, can you help us with these characters? Um, if I had the time, I would I would hesitate, you know? Dope. Man, now, now aside from Beware of Tyler, you've done on the grind, reset button, which are both your creations. Is there is there any continuation of those two, or is there something new that we haven't seen that's coming out in the future? Um, sort of. Uh I haven't really gotten that far into it. Uh, but with the reset button. I did. Uh, I did write, and I drew a twenty-four page comic book. Mm. Um, I I actually want to go back and uh, do it over because I'm not happy with the progress. But uh, I had to stop doing it because I created, you know, Beware Tyler, and that just that just went nuts. Mm-hmm. But um, I like to do something with that. Um, there's a part of me that would like to do something with On the Grind because I think uh, that the idea of like on the grind would do like very well. I think a lot of people will relate to it more now mm-hmm. uh, than it did than, than back when I did it uh, back in like 2008, uh, you know, a uh, uh, young black person working in a coffee shop, you can see all these crazy customers. You get to see all like their quirks and you have to deal with that nonsense on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like in today's age with all the daily nonsense that goes on every day mm-hmm. i think would make for for a fun comic but um of all you know one of these days i'll like i'll try to revisit those um especially with the reset button because i do have an idea for uh, a graphic novel uh-huh. uh that you know if time permits i have uh i have another project that i'm working on right now that uh that i've got to uh, deal with first before i can even think about that stuff got you um, do you see on um, if it well, of course, with you continuing beware of the to- um uh, beware of the toddler, if we get down the line to where there's like maybe another two hundred issues that you that you put out, will there be another Kickstarter? Um maybe uh i I actually have enough content for a second book right right now mm, damn. um. But like, yeah, man, like it's it's crazy because like the first book is just the first hundred comics, and then I, I've got like this whole other hundred comics that I can fill a book with. Mm-hmm. Um, I might. Uh, one thing is like with the Kickstarter, that was my first Kickstarter. I've never done it before, mm-hmm. so so I learned a lot, and uh, there are things that I like to do differently. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to be one of those people that just launches Kickstarter after Kickstarter after Kickstarter. You know, like so if I do so, it's you know it's going to be like some time because um, it, it's a lot. It's, it is a process. Like even like with the books, like I shipped out most, most of the books. Um, and I still got more to go, but at the same time, I single-handedly shipped out every single one of those books, <laughs> Yep. you know? 
like while still juggling everything else. So it, it's it can happen. It'll just it'll be a while. Mm-hmm. But now, at the very least, like a year, you know. Okay. Now, um, what did it mean to you to add the title of children's illustri- illustration writer to to your mantle, Ch- children's illustration artist to your mantle? Well, actually, that's one of the first things I did. Like, um, like one of the first freelance things I did was um, children's books. Hmm. Um, I I like being a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm very fond of being a children's book illustrator. Okay. So like, it, um, is there cons involved with this? Like, like is it is it a difficult uh, difficult subject as far as for people wanting to enter that business? Uh, it's not so much that. It's just like like it's just a me like personal like personally me thing, you know? Okay. Um, like I like uh, I like. Just I, I like the the uh the challenge of like drawing comics in these panels, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't mind doing like children's illustration books, but I if I if I do like another one, I like to write it, you know. Right. Maybe maybe, maybe that's where my thing is is that all the children's uh books that I've done were as a freelancer, and not so much as a as a writer. Like even with the toddler books, I consider that more like you know. That's just a collection of comic strips and less of a children's book, uh, especially since it's more of like an all ages thing. And I I want, like you know, I want adults to read this and enjoy this just as much as uh as I like you know children to enjoy the artwork. Got you, got you. So if um if anybody who has never seen your work and wanted to basically like get their hands on Beware of the Toddler. Uh, whether whether it was like any type of pre-orders for for the Kickstarter for the for the print copy or maybe they wanted to read, uh, beware the toddler di- uh, beware the toddler digitally. How would they be able to do so? All right. So, uh, well, with, uh, if you want to get a copy of Toddlerhood, pre-orders are open right now. Uh, you can go to uh, tdlrhood.com. Okay. And uh, that'll take you to the pre-order page. Um, if you want to read Beware Toddler, you can read, uh, read it on Webtoon. Um, you can read it at its website at bewareoftoddler.com. Uh, if you follow me at GeoGantArt or if you follow me at Beware Toddler on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all, all of those, I usually post the comics there as well. Um, and uh, I also have uh, something else going on with Beware Toddler I can't talk about just yet. But uh, if everything goes well, then you'll have somewhere else to read the comic. Mm. But stay tuned for that. Dope, dope. George Gant, I appreciate you doing this with me. I I, I definitely look forward to seeing uh, exactly everything that you got going for you with uh, Beware the Tyler and the multitudes of uh, works that you got going on in the future. And I appreciate you doing this with me. Dude, man, I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime. So from... James Grandmaster Facts Boys, Geo Gant, we are out. <laughs>